This is a JNN presentation. This is Let's Talk Sports Telefed Edition. I'm your host, Marcel. I want to start off by apologizing for not dropping content for the last two weeks. There were family situations involved and Jarmel and I schedules didn't click together. Everything is resolved now, but there will be a slight change in the way we do the podcast. There will be content every week, so don't worry about that. But there will be possibly two episodes in one week. There's a reason why this is because Jarmel will be doing separate episodes under the same podcast. His schedule has become very tight due to him going back to school to get his second master's degree. So shout out to Jarmel. Education is golden, man. We are still hosting co-hosts, but we will be doing things different. Sometimes his episode will follow right after mine on the same podcast. So when that happens, I will let y'all know to stay tuned after my podcast for Jermel's episode. Once again, I want to apologize on our behalf. Now let's get into this episode, Tell of Fate. This episode is not a full episode where I have topics or guests, but I want to provide you with my best bets for Saturday and Sunday. I want to try to help you guys out with some decision making when placing some of these bets. Every episode, whether it's a full episode or a betting episode, I will provide significant injuries across the football world. So let's get into our fast track injury report. I have three injuries I believe are significant in the NFL right now. Dak Prescott, TJ Watt, and Trey Lance. So let's get into Dak Prescott. Cowboys executive vice president Stephen Jones said Prescott's could be back as early as week four against the Commanders or week five against the Rams. He went through surgery on his throwing hand, and that was a successful surgery. Now, Cooper Rush has actually been doing a decent job under center as a backup for Dak. He's 1-1, one one, 299 passing yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, and no sacks. I ain't going to lie. When I seen Dak go down... And get out the game for his injury. I was like, well, that's it for the Cowboys. They might as well hang that up. But Cooper Rush surprised me. And he might be able to keep them in the running for the division until Dak comes back. But there's a slight discrepancy in the Cowboys nation. It's always something with these Cowboys. <laughs> I always say that. They always got some kind of drama. Now, Jerry Jones... And I'm going to quote him. Prescott's recovery timeline has shifted a couple times since week one injury. But the idea right now is he could recover in time for the team's week four matchup against the Washington Commanders. But if Dak does have to remain out longer, Rush will get more of a chance to prove himself after leading Dallas to a week one win. I don't hate the idea of Rush playing so well that Cowboys may have a quote-unquote dilemma. So what I got out of this is basically Cooper Rush can play Dak out of a job. Where are we seeing this at? Uh, 
Kyle Allen filling in for Cam Newton, and boom, Cam Newton is cut. Same thing happened to Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Same thing happened to Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady. So there's a possibility that Dak can't be out of a job if he's heading, if his healing process is taking too long. It's a sticky situation because you want to heal up and not prematurely go out in the game and re-injure yourself. But at the same time, your job is on the line. So I'll be following this story further because it's very interesting to me. If he's cut, where y'all see him going? Comment your answers on the Let's Talk Sports Twitter page. Overall, man, I see the Eagles taking this division as of right now. All right, we got TJ Watt. A brutal blow to the defense of the Steelers. And you can tell his absence from the game when you watch them play. He's on the IR and he's getting a second opinion regarding his injury. He needs, if he needs surgery, it could be a season injury for him. And I'll keep y'all posted on the TJ Watt information. Now we got Trey Lance. The 49ers announced that Trey Lance underwent a successful surgery to repair a fibula fracture and a ligament disruption to his right ankle. Now, I know Garoppolo is stunting on the 49ers right now. He like, oh, y'all need me now? Because they was about to get rid of him. But at the same time, I know the 49ers is happy that they kept him on the contract because this team would have been in a disaster. Now, we know Garoppolo's history, so we'll see how he do in 2020 season, 2022 season. But like I said, I know he's stunned on them right now. Now, you also, with the injuries, the IRs, you have questionable players. These players tend to either be out a week, two weeks, or they're day-to-day. I'm going to name off some that I feel is significant. This is mostly for fantasy football purposes. You got Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, CJ Uzma, Wadell Robinson, Van Jefferson, Alvin Kamara, Keenan Allen, Hunter Renfro, Miko Hartman, Justin Herbert, Michael Pittman Jr., Alex Pierce, Jerry Judy, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, Miles Garrett, Drew Sample, Gabe Davis, J.K. Dobbins, James Conner, Rondell Moore, Andy Isabella. Now, like I said, these are questionable players. They tend to either be day-to-day or they're questionable until the day before the game starts or maybe two days. And sometimes they're questionable all the way until the kicker is about to kick off. Like I said, that's for fantasy purposes. But let's go into my best bets for Saturday and Sunday. For Saturday, I got to ride with my Notre Dame boys. I'm taking them with the points plus three and a half. Now, this is not a biased play. I love Notre Dame, but this is not a biased play. The money is on the Tar Heels, but their defense ain't been that good. They beat Georgia State, who was 0-4, but they gave up 61 points to App State and 21 points to Florida A&M. Florida A&M. I also like the under here as well. And if you're feeling a little risky, 
sprinkle a little bit on that money line for Notre Dame as well. Now, you know, I know Notre Dame ain't been that good, but they're coming off of a win, and maybe this is what they need to shake some of them nerves off. New quarterback, new coach, everything was high intense. They had a reputation to upheld, and the stats for them was high. So all that pressure should be out the window. They should be able to play Notre Dame football and come out strong and possibly come out with a win. This line, to me, should have been Notre Dame minus seven. So give me that three and a half. For my Sunday play, I'm going to be taking Arizona Cardinals tight end Zach Ertz over four and a half receptions. The Rams secondary will be missing corner Troy Hill and possibly Kobe Durant. With that news, I think Kyler will exalt Ertz with abundancy of targets. Week one, he was non-existent. Didn't even know he was on the field. But week two, eight receptions with 11 targets and 75 yards. I expect this Rams and Cardinals to be a high-scoring game. Zach Ertz is second on the team in targets. So, Kyler Murray, please feed Ertz like you did in week two. And let's get this over four and a half. So let's recap my best bets. I'm taking Notre Dame plus three and a half. I'm taking Zach Ertz over four and a half receptions. You can also find my best bets. I just talked about on the podcast Twitter page at Let's Talk. And you can find my full slate on my action page at at Marine Boy. And boy is B-O-I. That's it for my show. Thank you for tuning in. And remember... If you tell an offender, let's cast some bets. Until next time, I'm out.